she's physically gone, have mm -hmm. my feelings and emotion for her disappeared? Mm -hmm. No. No. This week is a little different. Yeah. I'm Steve. And I'm Amber. And uh, this is uh, just one thing. Thanks for downloading our podcast and uh, giving us a shot. So, so we are trying to share little bits of wisdom for your marriage, whether you're new at marriage or been married for a long time. It's kind of our goal. It's to just offer small bits of wisdom yeah, every just... week. Just one thing that might um, impact your marriage for the better. Right. Or spark a thought. Yeah. If we can help, you know, one marriage, that'd be really cool. So that's our goal. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> you can email us at just one thing at... Just one thing podcast at... Right. Uh, Proton Mail. Yes. If you have any... Com uh, dot com. Yep. Any comments, concerns... Yeah. Um, okay, so what this this one is a we recorded our good friend Ron, and the recording is from our porch with uh, our kids around. With our kids around, <laughs> so uh, it's not super high quality recording because <laughs> there's children making you know kids sounds, sounds and yes. yeah, our kids are happily playing. So uh, we were enjoying our friend Ron. Um, and you will also hear my parents uh, interject now and again because yeah. they were here as well. Yeah, Amber's parents are there. So we thought that we would share this a little bit for for uh, your your appreciation and um, a little backstory on Ron. Yes, is let's we, tell them. We met him um, at the Boston Logan Airport in 2019. Um, when he was heading back to Utah with his wife, Sheila. Um, they loved traveling to New England together, and um, that was their last trip together um, mm -hmm. as she passed away this year um, from Alzheimer's disease. Um, right. So you'll hear him speak of his sweetheart in past tense, mm -hmm. um, and that's why. Um, but yeah, we were heading out to Utah for a business trip, and we... We just happened to meet them at the airport. Yeah, it was a really a random uh, meeting, and uh, yeah. we've we've kept in touch since. So he's he's a really wise um, older gentleman, and uh, been through an awful lot. And we, <clears throat> at least for me, excuse me, um, I really was amazed at his. Uh, what is the word I would use? I mean, just the fortitude? Is that the word? I mean, mm -hmm. he's just, he was so, so gentle with his wife, you know, in her, in her state. And it takes a lot of love to, to um, you know, deal with what he had to the way he did. So mm -hmm. I really respect him for that. And, right. you know, life is hard. And, you know, so the people that, that go through life and and, you know show the real colors and, and do well. I, I really admire and respect. So mm -hmm. that's why we thought it was worthy of your, of your time. This one's a little bit longer, uh, cause Ron's got a lot to say. Yeah. So, um, 
have a listen. I hope it's of good value, and that's all I'm going to say now. Yeah. Okay, here it goes. And so, when I was released from the Navy the first time, I just really had difficulty trying to find a career. Sheila was working for AT&T, and she made pretty fair money for a young gal and like, and um, so she kind of was the breadwinner, and I just augmented where I could work for a while and, and the like, so, because I worked in, in, in personnel and administration, I did a lot of typing, so the, tr the uh, translation of my Navy skills was administrative, well, and I'm not trying to be sexist about anything, but, but back in the day, that was secretarial work, and it didn't mm. pay anything. Right. There was no mm. career yep. associated with it. And so it was really difficult. I didn't have a degree. I did start to, uh, I went back to, to school. I went to college at the University of Utah for a short while. But I mentioned Sheila said, listen, when I get pregnant. I'm stopping work. Yeah. And so it, that's why I ended up working, my dad getting that job because it was time for her to not work anymore, yeah. <laughs> and and I needed it. But it was not, I I hated the job. I appreciated this the skill of a machinist and the like that I that I worked for because I was just a helper. I I was in awe of their abilities, their their math. I mean, you know some. Some people, when they're going to school, don't understand really how much math can influence a lot of different things. Well, here's here's somebody that makes their living by the sweat of their brow and the, the calluses on their hands, but they're not unintelligent. And so uh, it caused friction. Caused friction... Well, because with your I vocations? didn't have anything, and I kept bouncing from one thing to another. Yeah. And she was already. I mean, and she <laughs> was seeing that she wasn't. She's gonna, already made her. She wasn't going to be able to come home and have a baby. Listen, yeah. we, we may be on welfare, but I'm not going back to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that's the way it was. Yeah. But it it caused friction because I couldn't. I couldn't snag something that had a career associated with it. So how did you work? Future. How did you work through that? When there was I, I went back on active duty. In the okay. Day. <laughs> Which made so, you move. Then you were gone for a long time, and then no, no. Oh no, you at were... that point, I never. We were always together. Okay. I, I, with the exception of a few times for training and stuff. Uh, did you, you know, fight about which way the toilet paper should be on? <laughs> No, we no, agreed. No, we agree. <laughs> no, did you? Yeah. You, right from the get-go? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I guess I have to be honest and say she generally was one that put it on the roll. So, <laughs> so, so, so you didn't complain. It wasn't an issue. You didn't complain. <laughs> it was just there. <laughs> take take advantage of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> no, but that it, it, it was friction, mm-hmm. yes. and it wasn't. Well, even um, even after I went back on active duty, but the advantage of going on active duty at that point was I made fifty dollars a month more and had full benefits, including thirty days of vacation a year. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, that's you great. know, if I stayed long enough, then I then I got a retirement. Yeah. And um, uh, she was pretty uh, accepting of that. Yeah. That, I mean, because there was stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you talked a lot about me to we. Do you remember struggling with lots of. Was there tension there when you wanted to do things that you wanted to do that you had to. Um, had to balance? I don't want to. I think it would be lying if I said that there weren't an occasion right. or two, but but nothing that was uh, overriding. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe I wanted to go to a particular sporting event, mm-hmm. and Sheila didn't. Um, if I moved to supersede her wishes, mm-hmm. then yeah, that would cause the sure. Um, and that's why the me to we mm-hmm. uh, is a process. It's not a happening. Mm-hmm. And and you you kind of throw through it. But remember, as you begin tossing aside the me's, mm-hmm. you have to replace it with a we. Mm-hmm. And Again, that just takes some time. Mm -hmm. But the other part of it is, remember I told you, you never get rid of the me Mm -hmm. entirely, nor should you. I'm not professing. Mm -hmm. You need to identify with who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you you just have inherent in you Mm -hmm. certain things. I'm not sure. I've not heard... That Amber has gone down and beat on your drums. <laughs> Not that no. she ever probably would. hasn't no. had occasion. No. I don't think she <laughs> ever would. Want to do that to release some of her anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But she knows that's yours. But, that but, gener- but generally speaking, so where would the rub come? If, and I've, I've actually heard you talk about that. Mm-hmm. So that you would come home from work and go down and do your drum stuff. Mm hmm. Right, and it was a lack of communication that caused the friction. Well, right. Uh, and communication is uh, certainly a big oh. thing. Yeah. Did but communication, uh, excuse me, communication Sorry, comes in a lot of different ways. It's not all verbal. Mm-hmm. That's true. So some of yeah. it, have you ever, well, I'll, yeah, I'll ask you, have you, ever, have you ever had the cold shoulder? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, did Probably not a word was spoken, but you knew. That was communication. Yeah. You knew you were in a doghouse. Right. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. So, I, in fact, it, it's interesting you say that you asked and we're talking about that. I, um, this past week was talking to somebody about this okay. kind of in general. Uh, as we 
became closer and closer together. Mm -hmm. Now speaking about the years that we were together, every once in a while something would come up and she, listen, if you two don't know the buttons, if you want to, if you want to light the fire, you know what buttons to push. Mm -hmm. Now we, what I'm talking about is we, let's not touch those buttons very, very often, but we're human. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, there's a reason that we feel, mm -hmm. remember the, the me side of, mm -hmm. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to show her, mm -hmm. or I'm going to show him, mm -hmm. and I'm going to push that button. Mm -hmm. We're going to see what happens. So, and again, some things just happen just because of a part of life. It's just, I mean, there's, it's not a, a we thing or a me, me thing. It's just... Situational. Yeah, it's just yeah. We, we live in a world that's imperfect, of, and so... Mm -hmm. But in those latter years, there were a couple of times that I found myself that it's kind of like Sheila did the I'm putting my foot down type of thing, mm -hmm. and that was not what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, I was pretty upset about it. So I, would, I, I told myself, I never told her, because that would defeat my purpose. <laughs> and that's it. I am, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to her. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk to her for a couple of days. But three hours later. Yeah. You know, and, then, and, and as the years wore on, then it went down to two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get and it, would, it, it really became very difficult for me to say or do anything mm -hmm. that I felt would displease her. So again it was it was um, it was a process, not not a happening. There are a lot of happenings along the way. Yeah. But um, you stumble through it. Next yeah. question. <laughs> uh, well did I answer your question yeah. well enough? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did did you do you feel like do you feel like there was just one thing that you would share with other young married people what they your Ron's just one thing for other couples, what would it be? That might be a tricky question. Well I, I certainly pressure. Again, I certainly agree. I think if you read any marriage material, whether it's a book or an article, mm -hmm. you've already expressed that communication is a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But communication, when you say the word communication, mm -hmm. for many people it is me talking to you, mm -hmm. uh -huh. conversing. And that certainly... Mm -hmm. Probably a, a big part of it, mm -hmm. but there are there are a lot of nonverbal ways to convey a message. Mm -hmm. So I could look her straight in the eye and tell her I love her, 
but with a scowl. Do you think it came across no. as being lovey-dovey? No, no, not quite. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think communication is certainly one, but but there isn't just one because we're we're a unique entity in the world. Yeah. So no no other living creature is blessed with the things that we have, the communication, mm-hmm. the dexterity, mm-hmm. a lot of other things, emotions. Not mm-hmm. not that other animals, if you will, don't don't have an, uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it is a kind of a culmination. So the me we mm-hmm. really works. Mm-hmm. But it has to be predicated on communication. Mm-hmm. So, do you? I mean, in my me we example, do you you tell a young couple, okay, you need to get rid of the we the, the me things mm-hmm. that are and just you know right. work towards the we things. Well, yes, that works to some degree. Mm-hmm. But where where do you make that judgment mm-hmm. to do that when you communicate? Yes. So you say, honey, I, you know what? I know I'm spending too much time on the drums. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cut back. Mm-hmm. Did you say you were going to stop drumming? No. Right. No. But but you're more sensitive because of the communication mm-hmm. because she again. And I'm using Amber as the scapegoat here mm-hmm. of sorts. Mm-hmm. She has communicated to you, whether it's verbally or non-verbally, mm-hmm. that you need to scale back, whatever it may be. I just use right. drums as a friend. There's a discernment that you have to develop as, as well. I oh, I, yeah. It's I, a time. Discernment is a, is a form of communication. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Would That's you, true. Would you agree with that? Uh, inbound communication is discernment. Yeah. Sh- sure. Uh, I mean, th- uh, there are a lot of things that um, the emotion. So define for me, if you will. I'm, I'm putting you on the okay now. Define for me the word love. an action. And I'm only going to be here for... (laughs) (laughs) That's a huge can. Uh, Well, if I had to choose one word, it might be selflessness. Would be one one way to put it. Uh, You could theologically explain that and say love is what Scripture says it was. It was that he came and died for us when we didn't deserve it. And that he actually is the the embodiment of that word. I, I fully agree with you. Yeah. But is that the only definition? No way. Like you say, we got all day. Love, love is... I don't know Greek. Love is one of those words that is so encompassing that for me, it's 
undefinable for a finite mm -hmm. one sentence fits all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, right? For sure, yeah. So, yeah, I could ask you, so you love your wife, she loves you, but what does that mean? And all of the things that we've been talking about now for what the past hour or so mm -hmm. are all predicated on the foundations of that word love. Mm. Yep. And, and, it, and it goes beyond that. There it is. Agape. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, a, a word that when people ask me, I just really have difficulty trying to explain it mm -hmm. a simple even a simple paragraph mm -hmm. it, it's just so consuming mm -hmm. and, and it's different um, it's like different from day to day mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it kind of sure. goes back to this the story I was saying just trying to be stern with my sweetheart mm-hmm I'm going to teach her. <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't. And if I think if, well, it does work. If the, if that love isn't there. Right. So if it is there, at least for me, it's very, very hard to be angry with somebody for very much. But I was mm -hmm. also raised, my mom used to always say, um, never go to bed at night without kissing and making out. That's what my grandparents said. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they went to the same school. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but, I mean, that was uh, good advice. Know, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, Rightly or wrongly, we survived 57 plus years. Yeah. And if she were still here, we would, I'm pretty sure it would, it would still be perking along. Sure, yeah. sure it would. So, well, and, and it is, in, I mean, in mm -hmm. reality, because she's physically gone, mm -hmm. have my feelings and emotion for her disappeared? Mm -hmm. No. No. They haven't. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Yep. All right. So, what what did you what did you take away from our talk with Ron? Um, I really appreciated how he put language to the unity that comes in marriage. Um, that it's two me's that become a we, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I I guess I'm a visual person, so it it kind of helped me visualize, you know, two individuals becoming one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I liked how he gave allowance to learning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he makes it very clear. There are no quick and simple tricks, really. You know, which kind of goes against our principle here. But there's, it takes time and it takes effort. mistakes and it takes effort to get good at being one with your spouse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it does. Like you said, it takes work. Yeah. And it's not, not always, like, amazing and, and flowers. Right. 
but that's okay. And like the the victories are, you realize the math after the fact. You know, after whoa, I'm better at this now. Right. Yeah. I've learned something. <laughs> yeah. So I I like how you know after his 57 years, and you know he was able to just say, look, it was not always easy, and it takes time. Yeah. You guys will see. So, um, I appreciated that. And I appreciate Ron. I really appreciate him uh, being willing to have us record us record him for the podcast. And yeah. um, you know he's he's a great friend. So what else do we have? I think that's all for this week. That's all. You guys are welcome to like we shared at the beginning. You're welcome to email us uh, and uh, with any. Any requests you might have, that's really what I'm hoping somebody has is some comments or or some email they want to send and just... So we can have more conversations. We can have more conversations, yeah. Because, like, we're running out of ideas. That's <laughs> not true. We have well, more we, things to know. talk about. I want but more ideas. We, the truth is we want it to be valuable for those of right. you who listen. And uh, so having a conversation is a good way to facilitate that. Absolutely. So uh, go and have a good week. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye. Welcome to another episode of the Just One Thing podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Amber. And we believe marriage is one of the pillars of a strong society. We want to help defend it and offer just one thing to help. Maybe lighten the mood and encourage you along the way. 15 minutes at a time. Thanks Thanks for for tuning tuning in. in.